Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. All right, we are back. Back again. Amidst May the old el- coronavirus. Amidst the old coronavirus. May 11th, getting into the second week of May, where where we are. It's supposed to be nice and cool and rainy, so it's horrible May weather. Yeah, we did have a beautiful day today, though. We did have a beautiful day today. I guess we'll take them where we can get them. Yeah, so, and how was your birthday? <laughs> how was it? It's tomorrow. I know. <laughs> As you're listening to this, his birthday was yesterday. Yesterday, but as we're recording it, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. So I don't know yet. So probably great. Yes, it'll be awesome. It's on Mother's Day. <laughs> yes, we. I think we talked about that last week. We did. <laughs> okay, now I won't bring that sore subject up anymore. So no, no. Uh, that was it. So just Greg and myself this week. Uh, no, no, Mike. But uh, hopefully he'll be back here in uh, the near future. So yeah, he's wanting to come back again. So we're, we always enjoy. Having him here, so um, yeah, I think um, I don't have a lot. What anything been going on? I, no, I mean uh, besides uh, just working and then going home, that's about all you can do right now. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, well, we did watch Jojo Rabbit. That yeah. was entertaining, yeah, depressing and uplifting, yeah. and it was a lot of things. It was a, it was an odd movie, but I did enjoy it. So I've not seen it yet. So. And I watched uh, Jerry Seinfeld's new uh, stand-up on Netflix, and it was good. If you like Seinfeld's comedy, it's right down your alley. It's yep. it's uh, Jerry Seinfeld comedy. So. Well, you know I'm a fan. Yep, it was good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, we really, we've, we've still been binging some shows, still been watching some scrubs and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, different things like that, so... Um, so yeah, that's kind of our watching. Been able to get outdoors a little more with the weather being a little nicer than it was. So been able to get out and do some walking and stuff like that. So uh, at work, getting to do a lot of training right now, <laughs> a lot of learning. So that's kind of our days at work right now. Yeah, that's uh, and pretty much it. You get one or two calls, but most of the time, just kind of hunkering down there in the shop, which is not good. Yep. Well, each week we probably should <clears throat> we probably should start with good news, but. Um, since we're crotchety old men, um, I think we're going to start out our week again with, uh, with some, a couple of gripes. Sure. So, uh, so I'll go ahead. I've, I've fire, uh, fire away. I'm going to, my gripe this week is with advertisers. All I'm right. Pro- yeah. I probably have griped before about advertisers, but they just increasingly annoy me. <laughs> um, do tell. Well, I will. So. Not only, you know, so I'm watching like Hulu. Like I said, we binge watch, you know, some scrubs. It's on Hulu. And it's not even that they have commercials, which, you know, I pay for their service, so I still have to have commercials, which I don't like. But they play the same commercial. They get on a commercial and they play it over and over and over and over. And it's Apple right now. Apple and the stupid one about, have you seen the commercial with the emu? I have not. <clears throat> and the guy in the car. It's an in- I think it's for an insurance company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Liberty Mutual. Yeah. They play that one all the time, yeah. too. The Limu, Emu, and Doug? Yes. No related. No relation. No relation. Yes. That one. Okay. But they'll play them over and over and over. And I, I, what's your feelings on advertising? Do you think that when you see commercials, does it make you buy those products? I would say no, but it probably does somewhat because otherwise they wouldn't spend millions and millions of dollars on it. I think it could influence you a little bit. But it can also work the other way because there are a few products 
that I will go out of my way not to support or buy because I hate their commercials. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how I've been feeling lately is they're ramming it so much down my throat that it's like I don't even want to buy your product. Now, I have an Apple phone. I did not buy that because I saw a commercial. It just happened to be what the phone company had when I bought. <clears throat> so I got an Apple phone. Well, at least that's what you think. Yeah, maybe it was some, you know, subliminal stuff going on, and I, I went in there, you know, like a zombie and bought an Apple phone. Um, but, yeah, that and, – and another, you know, and hopefully we'll have a sponsor someday. So I, I – And you I, will hear it over and <laughs> over and over. That's right. And I'm hoping that, you know, the thing, the thing with, with sponsors is I understand, you know, shows and – radio and podcasters they gotta <clears throat> use advertising to to make some money i get it but there was a, a nationally known podcast that i listened to and i won't say who it is but the first seven and a half minutes was ads that's a lot of ads yeah so didn't even get to the content to seven and a half minutes i'd even be okay with that if they said okay we're going to get all of our ads out up front and then we're going to do the show okay great but no, then later in the show, there's like another five minutes worth of ads and then another couple minutes. And it's like, <clears throat> I just don't need that many ads. I, mean, I think you should try to get your money back from that free podcast I should. right now. You know, these free podcasters, I'm, I just won't listen to them if they're going to do that. <laughs> yes. That but, opinion was the sole property of Greg Daniel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. But wait, yeah. Well, you were talking about ads and this isn't really a gripe, but we oh, were talking we were talking. Well, I'm sure it's going to gripe some people. I'm sure it did gripe some people. But just to uh, look them back, uh, I was pulling up some things for last week's episode, and I came across an ad for Virginia Slims from 1983. So I, 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 I like for those of you. Who yes, are young. you've come a long way, baby. Um, I do like looking at older ads just because it does give you kind of a peek of what was going on in society. What? How were they trying to sell the product? Or, or how are they trying to communicate to people what was going on? So this one here, in 1983, um, if you bought Virginia Slims, they had this little cut out, like a coupon you could cut out and send in. And they were going to give you this free book of days. It was like a, a calendar and, uh, oh, you put down your personal engagements in it and kind of a... Kind of like a minder or whatever yeah, they used to call it. Yeah, yeah, or... or uh, yeah, just a book that you could you know write down, a, a journal, so to speak, with a calendar and all kinds of stuff in it. But at the very top, it says, learn what your parasol says about you. Your parasol? Your parasol. So this was and 1983. Yeah. We had parasols? Yeah, not, not 1683. But apparently, <laughs> that's what they thought of women, that they were, you know, in their, their nice full-length dresses with their parasol twirling as they walked down the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, I think that was an 80s style. Yeah, so... Learn what your parasol says about you. That, that wasn't great, but it, it gets even better. <laughs> the next line says, why your broom is your best friend. <laughs> I think we all know why it is, because it helps you ladies get those chores done really quick. That's right. You Just can get them chores done. And look how much quicker you get done so that you can go fire up a Virginia Slim, watch your soap opera, and eat your bonbons. Yeah, right before you start dinner. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, you got to have that dinner done on the table by 5.05. That's right. Or whenever your husband gets home. That's right. Make sure the kids are, you know, properly cleaned up. Yes, and, and, they're, good, and they're good clothes. <laughs> and then the, the last line up at the very top, which I, that's my favorite. It says, 
and how to suppress dangerous attacks of ambition. Because <laughs> we don't want you ladies getting too ambitious. Next thing you know, you're going to be wanting to go out and get jobs and be successful and have a great career. You need to just stay home, smoke yeah. these Virginia Slims, and why don't you doodle in your journal? Yeah, Tell about how guys to lose their jobs. Yes, exactly, exactly. Maybe in your journals you could tell about how you feel once you get all of the, your chores and housework done and how you know your husband will just love it and it just makes you glow. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was kind of funny, um, just how Virginia Slim looked at things in 1983 for, for you ladies out there. Yeah, it'll be interesting years down the road what the ads now you know, are to somebody then, you know, what. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they'll be griping about them. Yeah. Like we are now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so that was my gripe this week was advertisers. Okay. Uh, again, I understand the need for them, but uh, it's just overdone, I think. Okay. Well, I don't have a gripe, but I'm, I'm going to lift up a, a hero, a oh, newsman. There's no gripe. You have no gripe. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to gripe. <laughs> This is very unusual. Yes. I don't know I'm how to good. respond. <laughs> Greg's in total shock. He's silenced. <laughs> I, I have gripes, but I I'm not I should just record to. you at work each week. <laughs> well, yeah. Or in the car or, you know, at home with my wife. She, I'm sure she could come down here and tell you that uh, all the things I would gripe about. But uh, yeah. I could gripe about driving and people turning and not going when the light turns green, sitting there for three seconds, and then when they do go, there's seven of us in line, and they start to turn, and there's four car lanes between it. Just go and turn green. Everybody should go. It's like a train. Pull it out, and all of the cars go together. They all go together with very minimal space in between. That's Doug's non-gripe. <sighs> See what you did? I wasn't going to do that. All right. So we've got this, this hero uh, up in Chicago, a newsman. He is... He is going after hardened criminals. Okay. That's good. Yes. I'm glad, I'm glad We're going to get these know. people off the street, and it's about time. Uh, they had this little expose on the uh, news, and, and when you when I watched it, it looked like something like they would show on, like, to catch a criminal, or to catch a predator. Ah, let me try that again. To catch a predator. Okay. Okay. They've got, like, the grainy footage of the guy going out, and they've, they've got this van, and it's all blurred out, and they, they're talking <laughs> about this guy. He's out there. And what it is, is there's some old man, and he looks like he's probably maybe early 70s. I don't know. They don't say. But he is in violation of the state order. He is selling ice cream. How dare him. He's not an essential worker. And he wasn't even wearing gloves or a mask, even though he's staying way far away. And he, But this poor guy, they ambushed him. There was a... a like an adult, a dad on a bicycle that came up and he was, sir, sir, do you think this is good? You're selling stuff to kids. You don't even have a mask on. And the, the old man was like, I can't hear you. Why don't you need to back up and take your mask out? And then, and so the news reporter is on this guy <laughs> and just reading him the riot act. And I felt bad. And finally he just speeds off. He's like, I, you know, the old man's confused. He's like, I'm gone. Well, the news, the news uh, anchor here or the, the reporter, he did call up the uh, the city of Hoffman Estates and talked to them about that. And uh, what he said he found out, he, he asked them um, if if this was legal. He said, is, right. is he an essential? No, he is not an essential business. And in fact, they should not be out selling his wares at all at this point. So this poor guy is just trying to pay the bills. But liquor stores are essential. Well, and pot, you can buy pot. If he was selling kids pot, that would be fine. Yeah. 
But since he's, since he's trying to sell ice cream, we're not going to put up with that. But I, I do love this. It says, all this happened in, Hoss, in Hoffman Estates where we learned ice cream trucks are banned and have been for years. So not only that, in Hoffman Estates, they've decided to ban ice cream trucks at all. So this guy has a permit in some of the states, but he must have moved into the territories. And, and up around, this is a northern suburb of Chicago, so they probably all blend together. This guy's probably just going through some neighborhoods. He ends up in Hoffman Estates. But it says here that the village manager told the news reporter to tell people, if they see this ice cream uh, man there, you are to call 911. 911. Can, can you imagine that phone call? Uh, hello, 911. Yes, I, I, I've got the ice cream man here. The who? The ice cream man. He is selling ice cream to our kids. He is not even supposed to be in Hoffman Estates, and he's not wearing gloves or a mask. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. We'll, we'll get right on that. And this is in the state where our wonderful governor, is, they, they released hundreds, if not, I think, a few thousand prisoners. I saw that. And then come to find out, like, almost 70 of them uh, were violent uh, criminals and had there were some sexual predators in there, too. So we'll let them go, but... Not the ice cream guy. God help you if you try to sell ice cream to kids without a permit and gloves and a mask. Holy cow. <laughs> so so there there it is. That's kind of my gripe, I guess. Uh, the poor ice cream man is, it's, it's like I said, some old man. He's just trying to make a living. That's so, right. But that's that's it. That was uh, my, my non-gripe gripe. Okay. Well, you know, hey, that's a legitimate gripe. You know, it is. I don't know. I I don't want to get caught up in the whole politics of all this stuff, but there's definitely things that are much more dangerous than that. I mean, yeah, I would agree with that, but uh, that's all I got for that. But I do have a few stories from the animal kingdom. All right, the that we can get kingdom. into. Yeah, I saw this one and uh, I thought it was pretty good. But uh, down in Gatlinburg, <laughs> and my phone is just just wiped out <laughs> so i'm gonna have to go from go from memory down in gatlinburg there was uh a That's couple Tennessee, by the way gatlinburg tennessee thank you thank you uh there was a couple and they went on you know kind of a, a weekend getaway with some friends of theirs they got a cabin thought that we'd just go have a good time so they went down there the husbands went out golfing the wife stayed home they heard some disturbance noise they're like I wonder what that is they looked towards the door and standing at the door, which was locked. A shadowy figure. A shadowy figure. Exactly. <laughs> Did pop up its head. It was a bear. <laughs> they thought, well, we're good. We're okay because, uh, you know. Knocking on the door. <laughs> I hear you knocking. <laughs> but you can't come in. No. So they thought, you know, it's we're okay. Guy. The door is, uh, is locked. So we should be good. The bear pushed right through the door. Which at this <laughs> point, the two ladies decided... Let's get out of here. So they grabbed their phones and took off. They went up to the uh, bedroom, and they was recording. So the bear is rummaging around in this this cabin looking for stuff. And uh, they said he, he didn't do a lot of damage, but uh, he was looking for something to eat because they've just come out of hibernation. Well, yeah, they're hungry. Yeah, and the ladies, they did call the game wardens, and the game wardens did finally come. And spoiler alert, or I'll, I'll let you look. No one was injured. The bears, no people were injured. They did eventually get them out of there. Um, but they got the bears out, but not before the bears did take a few things. So they, they did a little, uh, 
five-finger discount here or robbing yeah, of the, the blades. configuration. I heard there was multiple bears, right? There were three bears on the porch and one inside. So I don't <laughs> I know like if the, the one inside, they sent him in. Hey, go in and see what you can get for us. <laughs> anyway, this was his haul. I did. My phone finally rebooted here. So <laughs> they said they that they left and the souvenirs they took with them was five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups, Mm-mm. a pound of M&M's, two pounds of Sour Patch Kids, two bags of potato chips, two beers, two Cokes, and about 20 Zyrtec. Well, the two coats are from the two that didn't drink beer. Well, they were minors. (laughs) (laughs) Wildlife officials said, if you see a bear, keep your distance and call authorities. They also stress that bears can move really fast. But uh, if if I would have been there, I would have been getting out of there, too, until the bear went after the Reese's. I think everyone knows my affinity for Reese's. We're going to have a problem at that point. I'm going to make a stand (laughs) and go. Actually, I think you said earlier. The phone and the Reese's would have went with me up to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> then the bears can have at it with have all the other stuff. That's right. That's a lot of junk food. You want my kid? Go ahead. You didn't get my Reese's. Well, and, and nowhere in here did I see it was kids. It sounded like it was like an adult's couple's retreat, you know, getting away for the weekend. I thought, that's an awful lot of junk food for no kid. No, granted, that sounds like something <laughs> I would bring. <laughs> but, Except maybe the Sour Patch Kids. I don't I, I like Sour Patch Kids. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, so the bears were... Going up there, I guess they had a little bit of a sweet tooth and uh, and some allergies, apparently. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be drinking beer with that, you know, that Zyrtec. Probably not, but, uh, <laughs> well, they, they made out okay. Well, good. My second story from the old animal kingdom is uh, down in Louisiana. And apparently in Louisiana, uh, they've been having a problem. Someone has been terrorizing bank customers. At an ATM. Uh, And they said that this suspect had ignored social distancing rules. It was just coming out of the shadows, attacking people, chasing them away. It was chasing them into the vehicles and out. What it was was an aggressive chicken. (laughs) Described as reddish tan, 18 inches tall, and between 6 to 8 pounds. That was from the police department. And I love any time I can read a policeman describe something. It's great to listen to because I can. Yeah, the perpetrator was an aggressive chicken stand reddish tan, 18 inches tall, around six to eight pounds. <laughs> Said officers responded to the bank uh, regarding the suspect, which apparently anticipated the arrival of law and fled on foot from the scene. Now, some of this was tongue in cheek, but they did post this on their Facebook page. So. They said the chicken is wanted on charges of assault, attempted battery, attempted burglary, terrorizing, and ignoring an order of the governor. The bird remains on the loose while police ask the public's help for locating the fowl. They they said people should avoid confronting it because of its history of aggressive behavior. So there we go. We have an aggressive chicken down there in Louisiana who's uh, giving people what for. At the ATM machine. At the ATM machine. <laughs> Maybe he's after your nuggets. I don't know. I don't know. I about got attacked by some wrens while I was out mowing yesterday. There must have been 20 of them flying around me. And uh, <laughs> I, was, I was a little concerned one was going to run into me, but fortunately that didn't happen. That did not happen, huh? But speaking of quarantine, you know, and animal stories, I, I dug around and found uh, an animal story. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, this occurred in Thailand. And I guess uh, the Thailand's prime minister announced a nationwide 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. curfew starting on April 3rd to combat the spread of coronavirus. Okay. Well, unfortunately, 
Somebody was breaking the law, breaking Uh-oh. the curfew. Rebels. And as posted by TCNN, the cat was picked up and brought to the police station on April 21st. The feline then held a board which read, I left my home after 10 p.m. in violation of the curfew and had its mugshot taken. <laughs> so, and so they actually <laughs> have police out. Picking up a cat for breaking curfew. And yeah. there is a mugshot. There is a, there, I showed Doug the picture. There's a mugshot. We'll try to get that on Facebook. We will um, get it on Facebook. Okay. Poor little kitty um, got arrested for being out after curfew. Cats so. are troublemakers to begin with. Yep. So, and I got one more. Do you have, did you have another animal story? No, I only, I, I only had a couple. I, I just had, had one a couple. more. It's uh, nothing, nothing big. Uh, last week we talked about the murder hornets. Yes, right. I'm uh, still scared of the murder yeah, hornets. Yeah, a little nervous, but you're not as nervous as the people in Tennessee and Kentucky. <laughs> okay. Uh, the people in Tennessee and Kentucky have started putting out traps for the murder hornets. Now, remember, the murder hornet has only been seen in Washington State and Canada, and they've been trying to wipe out any hives that have been found of them, and that should curtail them spreading across the country okay but the people in tennessee have already started setting up traps to kill the murder hornets and i guess it's made up of orange juice and rice wine is the tra- the traps have in them to lure i guess them into okay well i guess this this concoction that they've made is luring in honeybees and wasps and killing them as well so they're wiping out their honeybee population by trying to kill the murder hornets that aren't even so you talk about panicking too quick well, and how do they know that that'll even kill the murder hornets? You, I don't you've know, got somebody... what? What was it again? Honey, it was or, like uh, orange juice and orange a juice rice and a rice, rice wine. It probably it probably doesn't affect the bell. Just get some drunk. Now you have drunk murder hornets, which I think are even worse. <laughs> <laughs> kill them all. <laughs> so, so yeah. Now you got you got panic in Kentucky and Tennessee to kill murder hornets that have not even barely made it into the country. And they're killing out their bee and wasp population. Sounds like a great plan. So, so yep, there's panic. Well thought out. And, well yeah. thought out. But but nobody's panicked during this whole coronavirus thing. No, so, yeah. no. We're all level-headed That's here. That's right. We're Every decision is made after much contemplation. So, so yeah, that was the uh, couple of animal stories I had. The poor kitty getting busted for curfew and people panicking over the murder hornets. Murder hornets. I know. I just like I like saying that murder hornets. Murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to switch gears a little bit then, and let, if you're done with that, we'll yeah. move move away from the animals. I got a couple of uh, music related stories. Okay. Uh, somewhat. Um, one you've probably heard of. It's been it's been around this week, last few days especially. But uh, Adele, you're familiar with Adele, yeah? Okay, and. Um, she has lost some weight. I don't know if you saw that. I, I actually did see that. Okay, yeah. so she's lost some weight. And actually, it was like a significant amount of weight. It seemed like it was over 100 pounds is what I read. And so she went on her Instagram, took a picture of herself on her birthday, and said, hey, just wishing everybody out there that's fighting the coronavirus to be safe and kind of showing it. Well, people were shocked at the dramatic transformation of her. Because I guess she'd been, she kind of went dark around Christmas time, and no one had seen or heard anything from her. And uh, some of that, they said that I guess she was going through a divorce or something, and so there yeah, were some I issues. So, yeah. 
but uh, she also had lost some weight. So I don't know. Did you see if, if you saw or her at all? I, I did. I saw the one little snapshot they had on a, a news website. Okay, I didn't. I didn't see. So did you think she, she looked thin? Okay. I mean, I mean, she looked she looked good. I okay. thought. You know. Okay. I, well, well, it's a small picture. I couldn't really tell. But okay, so she looked good. Okay. Well, you complimented her on that. So you know what? That makes you. You're insensitive, fat phobic, racist, and misogynistic now. Okay, and I have found so, a. So how's that? Di- no. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Adele? <laughs> no, no. So I found. I guess this is the latest controversy. Is people have been saying that she looks good, and there's a lot of people out there that are going off on people for commenting that she looks good. I guess you're not supposed to comment. On her looks. I just found one article, and I'll just kind of go over a few things here that I, I found kind of inter, interesting, entertaining to me. But this woman wrote this article. And just so you kind of know where everything, this is from themighty.com. I've never heard of it before. Nope. Um, and it's titled, That's I can't believe we're talking is. about Adele's weight loss again. And this one, this this article comes with a warning says, if you live with an eating disorder, the following post could be potentially triggering. So, Oh, no, I don't want to be triggered. You, uh, anyone out there that, that deals with an eating disorder? Here, hold on. Let me put you, my bag of Reese's away real quick. <laughs> you might be triggered. <laughs> so, anyway, it goes on. It, it talks about her losing the weight and, and, you know, it starts off just losing the weight and putting on, on Twitter um, that she'd lost the weight and she feels great and all this stuff. But this woman is concerned uh, because that we are commenting about her losing all this weight. She says it's never appropriate to comment on someone's body in an unsolicited way. So I guess Did you have she to wait till solicit s- it by putting her picture out on. No, uh, she just put her picture out there. <laughs> That's not soliciting anything. So some of the, some of the people on Twitter, some of the things they said, this was from Twitter from this. This isn't the woman that wrote the article, but some Twitter people had put out. I see that Adele is trending because people are saying how gorgeous she is since she lost the weight. Y'all, we've been over this. Your weight doesn't determine your beauty. Your appearance doesn't determine your beauty. The number on the scale doesn't make you worthy or unworthy. I don't think anybody was saying that she's worthy or unworthy or less of a human if she weighs more or less. (laughs) I don't think so. I do think... If you are overweight, and full disclosure, I am overweight. <laughs> I try. I've, I've lost weight. I've gained weight. I've yo-yoed right, back and yeah, forth. I am overweight, so it's something I'm struggling Not with. Not literally so, bounce around. Well, I, I probably could bounce around <laughs> if I fell down. Uh, right now, I'm shaped like a weeble wobble, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but, uh, but if I lose weight, I'm going to put my yeah, picture so, out on Twitter or something, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't comment on it, though, because I don't <laughs> want to upset you. It says here that uh, a small body does not equal a healthy body. And at any time someone has undergone rapid or extreme noticeable weight loss, there could be an underlying medical or personal reason that's painful. No, but I think everybody can say that being obese or overweight isn't as healthy as if you are in your right. normal weight range. Yeah. That's just common sense. I thought. Apparently, it's not. Um so that's you're insensitive. So her second complaint then is also unsolicited weight loss remarks are inherently fat phobic and steeped in syst- uh, systemic racism. 
I don't understand how it's racist. Well, that's what we're going to get into here in just a second. So it's what it boils down to. If you compliment someone for losing weight, the implication is that their prior weight was worse because it was fatter. I think that's just that's a statement. Isn't it? I mean, yeah, but if I weigh more, I was fatter than than unless it was muscle and I lost all my muscle weight. I don't isn't know. racism to do with ethnicities? This idea that fatness is bad. This. This idea that fatness is bad, this article's written weird, that's period. This is a relatively new concept in the span of history. So fatness is bad is new. It says artwork depicting... How do they know that? How do they know like the Romans didn't like, you know, I don't know, insult people who are fat? Well, I think they're going from like artwork and stuff would show women, larger women, and, and it was thought that if you were larger than it showed how prosperous you were because you could afford food and you could so it wasn't that it wasn't it was that the skinny people were starving to death right. it wasn't <laughs> i think it showed poorness not not healthiness but anyway so she goes on artwork depicting venus from more than twenty thousand years ago and right there i thought twenty thousand years ago <laughs> i don't know of any artwork from twenty thousand years ago That's quite a while um, I do know that there there is an art piece called The Birth of Venus, but that was in 1480, but <laughs> I don't know. So 20,000 years ago sounds better when you're trying to make a point. Right. <laughs> shows up shows a, a historical preference for fat bodies. <laughs> up until the 1990s, some of areas, uh, up until the 1990s, some areas of the world, including Puerto Rico and American Samoan, were fat positive. I like that. Fat, fat positive. positive. I'm positive. I'm fat. <laughs> it is it is globalism that has pushed the Western ideal. Smaller, thin bodies are superior. So, and like I said, I this is going to shock people, but I am a white man. I've been, you know, never been confused for a black woman or a Hispanic woman, but I am overweight. So I don't I don't see where the racism comes in, other than I guess they're saying that Western society pushes skinny. But has has this woman seen anybody in Western society or in America? I mean, I, I think everyone is overweight, just about, including myself. I'm throwing myself in there. I need to get healthier. But right, right. Anyway, so. And the last thing, you know, viewing women's bodies as a tool for revenge because they said that she was getting revenge on her ex-husband. So someone said, oh, great revenge body. She didn't like that either. That's not in concert with our best interests. And a lot of these were women that were making these comments. <laughs> but, yeah. Oops, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Too late. That was Greg, <laughs> Daniel. <No. laughs> a reminder that, and this, this was another woman on Twitter, said, a reminder that Adele's weight loss means nothing about you, about the culture, about anything. This coming from a celebrity profile, mind you. And that thinking that it contains any significance at all is another way we seek control to control women's bodies. So, I don't know. Because now we are going to talk about the revenge body toxicity. So, they're saying that, you know, if you talk about the revenge body, then the, the woman's doing it just to get back at the man. She's not doing it for herself. Can't you do both? Can't yeah. you do it for yourself and get revenge on your ex? Hey, a little revenge. <laughs> Depends what he did. It sounds like I think we're saying a little revenge is good. No, <laughs> we might be saying <laughs> depends on the situation. There might not be anything wrong with a little revenge. And as long as she's getting healthier and like I said, if she we don't you never want somebody losing weight because of a sickness. But if they're just overweight, I think we can all agree 
it's healthier not to be overweight than to be overweight. Yes. I don't think that's fat shaming anybody. And again, I am overweight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> so anyway, that was it. That was my my one story here. Uh, well, it's funny you, you mentioned that though, because in, you know, in, in case you were having problems with your internet this past week, uh, apparently you know Yahoo said that Adele broke the internet. She did. Yeah, I just I saw a story. It said Adele broke the internet. Well, I guess she broke it with her picture of spring fashions that she wears. So, you know. So if ironically, she broke internet, it after she lost all that weight. <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> See, now that was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, and, and also, you know, I, I keep, I, you know, these websites help keep me informed of you know important matters. Uh, apparently. Sam Smith got a cup of coffee this week. <laughs> what? I just spit my water out. What? <laughs> yeah. Yahoo. It said he bought a day. cup of coffee. Yes, you Sam are kidding Smith. me. Sam Smith got a cup of coffee and other stories, it said. And other stories. Other stories, <laughs> yeah. That was the highlight was Sam Smith got a coffee. Did you click on it to see what the other stories I were? Not. Oh. I, that that bored me enough right there. <laughs> It'd be funny if the other stories were like, you know, 16 shot here. <laughs> the yeah. real news is all behind that. But the, the lead story, Sam Smith got a coffee. Yeah. And on a, on a sad note, musical note, while we were looking up items tonight for musical, I read that Little Richard passed away. I did read that. And I was going to, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Very influential. He was out there, yeah. But very influential. I mean, he influenced the Beatles big time. Paul McCartney. Yeah, uh, we saw his vehicle this past October when we were in Nashville. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they said he lived in uh, the I think it was a Hilton maybe. Okay. Uh, hotel down there is a, a pretty luxurious. I think he had like a floor <laughs> on the Hilton. But, but, but yeah. I, li- I like a lot of Little Richard's music, so yeah, uh, he, he it was, was always a, good. He was a, a great entertainer. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, passing of Little Richard today. That's that's kind of some sad news. Yeah. So maybe we'll throw together a a Little Richard's playlist out there as well and share that. All right. Well, uh, I have a little more music news here for you. Oh. Okay. This is about a rocker, and he was hospitalized in probably the most Unrock star way I have ever heard. Okay. I've not I've not read this story. No, you have not. But uh Queen guitarist Brian May. Yeah, good guitarist. Yes. And I like Queen. Yeah. Big fan. Was hospitalized, and this was in Entertainment Weekly. It says he was hospitalized after ripping butt muscles to shreds. Wow. In an overenthusiastic gardening incident. <laughs> okay. I just died. I read overenthusiastic. That, I think that is even, that's what too. it says. And, uh, the the overenthusiastic gardening incident is really what made me, it's like, oh my. He's really planting those tomatoes. Oh man, he's, he's working that hoe. Look at him. <laughs> I don't know what happens, but, uh. I was reading the, the article here, and it just said he was in the hospital last week. Uh, he posted a picture of himself on Instagram wearing a mask, and he said, don't worry, it's not the coronavirus. Uh, but it, it said here that uh, he said he tore his butt muscles, and in quotes, to shreds while gardening. So he can still shred then. He's I guess. Good, he's, so he's, shredding, he's shredding something. <laughs> 
The virus didn't get me, thank God, May 72 wrote in the caption. I managed to rip my glute- gluteus maximus to shreds in a moment of over-enthusiastic gardening. And it was just a moment. Like, he was fine, <laughs> fine. And, oh, he got into it. Oh, oh my butt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine how all of a sudden you get very enthusiastic yeah. about gardening. So suddenly I find myself at the hospital getting scanned to find out exactly how much I've actually damaged myself. Turns out I did a thorough job. This is a couple days ago, and I won't be able to walk for a while or sleep without a lot of assistance because the pain is relentless. May said that he needs to go dark for a while, getting some complete rest at home due to his injury. I hope he doesn't come out thin. Please, please don't send me sympathy. I just need some healing silence for a while, he said. I'll be back, but I need a complete break. Along with the selfie, May also shared a video of him being rolled through the hospital. (laughs) So, yeah. Queen guitarist Brian May uh, ripped his butt muscles to shreds in an overenthusiastic gardening accident. <laughs> and it does not, so he wouldn't he wouldn't elaborate on what the gardening <laughs> incident was see, or was the moment mindset. of overenthusiasm. I like it was just the moment. Yeah. Fine, I'm fine. I just really got into it, got too enthusiastic, and ripped my butt to shreds. <laughs> well, there's not much more I can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that that's kind of the end of it at that point. Yeah. I mean, back in the 70s, you know, over-enthusiastic gardening probably had something to do with weed. <laughs> <laughs> probably does. Like I said, this is the the worst ax- rocker accident you could have out there. I would have made something up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going with that yeah. story. I was getting overzealous on my guitar, man. And- <laughs> yeah, I had a motorcycle accident. I was jumping, you know, three buses. I don't know, something. Yeah. Not I was gardening. Enthusiastic gardening. <laughs> enthusiastic gardening. Over-enthusiastic. Yes, over-enthusiastic. But that ends the uh, music corner there. Yeah, well, I got nothing you've else. Got something no, else. I've got nothing musical left. All right. Well, I think we'll kind of start wrapping things up here. I do have a few uh, crazy laws, goofy laws here. All right. So we well, can, I've we been can, liking the laws. We Those can hit good. some. Uh, some of these, I, I found some. There's a few more. There's a ton of Florida ones, but I found a few that were kind of spoke to me, stuck spoke out. To you. <laughs> these <laughs> laws spoke to speak me. to me. Yes, they do. Uh, so we'll, we'll go back down to Florida. So in Florida, there's a law that men may not be seen in public in any kind of strapless gown. Okay. <laughs> you can wear a full-length gown. You can wear an evening gown. I don't want any kind of strapless gown <laughs> on you. Straps. So the next time you and Lori go on vacation, be careful what you pack. You don't want to take your strapless down, no, down to Florida. No, I wouldn't want to do that. So I guess spaghetti straps would be okay. That's straps. I yeah. Mean. I don't know what other kind of straps or dresses they have. Sundress. You get your little sundress and sassy your pretty little self up and down the, the boardwalk. <laughs> I've been, we've been to Florida a few times. I'm, I'm glad I didn't, you know, I wasn't caught doing that. I'm glad you weren't either. <laughs> well, there's another law that you don't what want to be caught. throw a towel around you after the pool or something and get mistaken for a strapless gown? Do you wear your, to- your towel that t- high? Well, I got a cleavage <laughs> <laughs> I'm overweight. We do have cleavage, but I don't want to think about that, that you pull that towel up around under your pits and runk around. You'll get a big floppy hat. Maybe your parasol. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe you can borrow Lori's parasol, parasol and kind of walk around with it. Light you up a Virginia Slim and chronicle it in your diary there. 
Okay, well, I'm going to stay in Florida for just a minute because I saw There's this one. There's probably a ton of them in Florida. There's a ton, but this one uh, was a little too too uh, too good. In Florida, it is also illegal to have sexual relations with a porcupine. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't think you would need a law against that. That that's a prickly situation yes, there. Yes, it is. <laughs> Who 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 would think that? I mean, I, I again, animals of any kind. Well, and disgusting. you want to know why? But they had but to a make porcupine? A yeah. Why did they have to make that a law? Who tried it? Well, somebody did because they had to make it a law. So yeah, so you can't go down and have uh, have relations with with a porcupine in Florida. <laughs> All right. Well, let's head out to Montana, big sky country. Yeah. So in Montana. Uh-oh, we lost Montana. <laughs> I did lose Montana. Okay, well, I tell you what, we're going to go, oh, you know what, no. <laughs> I was looking at Maine, sorry. Oh, that's a far I don't know my Montana. alphabet very well. All right, so let's, there we go, let's hit Montana. Got to do something with cows probably, right? Well, not not cows. Oh. Okay. I can't. I'm gonna have to skip Montana. Oh, I'll no. get. I'll get back to that. I'll find it. But anyway, oh. here it is, Montana. <laughs> Sorry about that. In Montana, it is illegal to have a sheep in the cab of your truck without a chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> they should be in Missouri. I, they should be. <laughs> that was a goat. Oh, that was a goat. It wasn't a sheep. And he had a chaperone. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That was from another episode where uh, a truck was stolen from in front of a adult video store with a, a goat and a guy in it. So. Yeah, so he, so he had a chaperone. He had a chaperone. Didn't do him any good. But, yeah, so it's illegal. I love the without a chaperone. If you got a chaperone, you're fine. You can have the sheep. <laughs> Can't leave him unattended, though. What is a, what is a sheep chaperone? I'm not sure. <laughs> shepherd? Maybe it's an Australian shepherd or German shepherd. <laughs> yeah, can it be another animal? Or a border or collie? Be, or is it going to be a person? It just says a chaperone. Okay. Well, it can be another animal then. He yeah. Bring his dog with him. I think so. Border collie or something. Keep him in line. Yeah. Hey, dog, we're going to go for a ride in this truck. You got to hop up here with That's me. That's right. <laughs> Keeps them all in one line, a bunch of trucks all together. Yeah. Dogs, I don't want to go. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go from Montana to New York. New York. And New York, it's illegal to throw a ball at someone's head for fun. <laughs> so if you're just doing it for any other reason, or if you throw a ball at someone's head, you have no fun at it, that's fine. But if you're laughing and giggling, <laughs> throwing it and having a good time, you're going to get written up. So if you're angry, oh fine. yeah, it's fine. It's fair game if you're angry. And it doesn't specify what type of ball. It just or... says it's, a, it's against the law to throw a ball at someone's head for fun. Hmm. So I, I don't know why the for fun is the the point of it but anyway it's illegal hey did you throw that ball at me for fun no oh, i didn't well, enjoy I, it at all yeah i was kind of mad at you really yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> then we'll go to ohio here ohio yeah ohio it is illegal to get a fish drunk <laughs> i didn't i don't even know if that's possible <laughs> I, I don't know if it's possible to have a fish drinking or not I don't know. Hold the fish down in your beer glass. And <laughs> I guess. So, 
so if you take a fish out to drink, you better know his limit. It's not illegal for him to drink. You just can't get him drunk. So you yeah. can take him out. He gets a little tipsy. You better back it off. You can't cut him off. No is. more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And is there a test by the police? You know, do they swim in a straight line or do they, you know, yeah. they got the, the games they play or whatever? Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. He sounds like a, a bad joke. A man and a fish walk into a bar. <laughs> but that so was does the, the fish get arrested for being drunk. Or I, think the, man, I think the man. I think the man does. I think the man does. <laughs> Can you imagine that in jail? So what are you in for? Got my fish drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to that's not going to do it for you. Fill a goldfish bowl full of beer. <laughs> Stick your goldfish in. <laughs> yep. So anyway, you can't get your fish drunk in Ohio. They can drink. You just got to, you know, just one or two. Just get a little yeah. buzz. Get him feeling good. Then you got to back it off then. Know when to stop. You got to know when to stop. And I think that about does it then. Okay. But, well, I uh, think I'm good. <laughs> All right. I was just sorry. I was just reading through my notes. Yeah, I think that's that was the last thing I had. So I got nothing else going. I don't either. Maybe a little shorter this week than yeah. normal, which is <clears throat> we kind of want to keep them a little not quite so long anyway. So I think yeah. we're we're good. I think the listeners are even happier about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're probably like, oh, finally. <laughs> These guys will never shut up. <laughs> so anyway, we needed Mike here to fill another 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah, Mike's good at that. <laughs> we'll have to talk to him about uh, commitment and priorities. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't believe he stood us up tonight. I know, to do housework. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know who wears the pants in that family. <laughs> Mike's got his apron hey, on. it's my daughter, so I trained her well. Yes, and Mike's got his little apron on getting his housework done. <laughs> I'm going to hear about this probably. <laughs> hey, at least we didn't rip on Jeeps this week. No, I have no problem with Jeeps. So. No, or the girls that drive them. <laughs> no. That's, that is not me. That is Greg. I so. Oh, that's, we'll stop on that we'll at stop some point. That. Yes, at some point. So, all right. Anyway, I got nothing else. We hope everyone has a great week, and we will see everybody in seven days. Well, yeah. I guess we won't see you, but hopefully you'll hear us in seven days. Yeah. Otherwise, we are out of here. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to itsfunnyatcomic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.